0: This year I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world and honestly you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired and I just wanted to feel better but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day.
1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast, Joe does as well, and i've been really loving the results that i've been seeing
0: i take a symbiotica every morning with my eggs and i'm ready to go i'm alert and then i hit the gym what's even better is that symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track with a subscription your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month ready to feel the results head over to symbiotica.com and use code bachelor for 15% off your subscription order serena you know what i want to do right now
1: what's that joe
0: Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beachfinder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beachfinder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Bachelor Happy Hour. I'm Joe. And I'm Serena. And we are here with Lexi from Joey Susan. Hi, Lexi. Hi,
3: Lexi. Hey, guys. guys. Your hair looks so good. Did you get it done recently? Thank you. Yes. Um, I actually just got it done when I came back. I talked about this um, on my Instagram, but I had a bit of a hair fiasco when I was in the mansion. (laughs) Some reason my hair turned red, which you know, we love redheads, but like it was two red um, stripes at the front. So uh, when I was on the show, luckily, Jess uh, had men's beard dye for her eyebrows and let me use it to color correct. So my hair is a lot darker on the show than it is usually but it's a funny story, so I just went. Oh with my
1: god! Wait, women
0: use men's <laughs> beard no, dye women, for eyebrows? I didn't
1: know. So I have I friends that dye their eyebrows, and usually they just use boxed hair dye. I've never heard of anyone using beard dye.
3: Yeah, just for men. So, but I guess
1: that would make sense because it is like hair on your face,
3: right? Right. So God bless Jess for having that, and it was like dark, dark brown. So it's
1: oh a funny story. Oh my
3: god! <laughs> Wait,
1: why? So I've heard of, I've had friends who have gone blonde, and then. Like hard water will make it look green, but I've never are you a natural redhead? Was it like stripping your no, highlights?
3: Something was happening. I, I'm i naturally pretty dark brown. So okay. I think it was just like getting the highlights right before the show and then using the water out there, or maybe I don't know. Something something happened that wasn't good. Crazy. <laughs> I would be freaking out. I can't believe they couldn't get you like boxed hair dye. For- <laughs> you know it's a they tried their best (laughs) yeah well you had the beard die. thank god so thank god
0: (laughs) you know my my beard actually used to come in a little red what yeah no it doesn't i I swear my life i swear my life now i have now they come in now they come in gray on my chin a little
1: salt and peppery yeah. yeah well maybe you should hit up jess for her box beard dye yeah,
0: I, I, I don't know if i would dye my beard <laughs> i don't i don't keep it long <laughs> enough to dye it
1: i feel like you have to have a significant amount of hair to be dying like i feel like it's for people who have a full beard why are you coming gray? at me right now what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming at you All i right. say i think it's people who have like a full gray beard and want to dye it brown yeah so that's not gray i'm
0: gonna just i'm gonna lean into the salt <laughs> and pepper Look.
1: you should you lean in yourself public it.
3: And Lexi you Thank can you. stay away
1: from you know this, this interview
0: hair. isn't about me though so Lexi <laughs> yeah. um where do you live
3: I currently am in Atlanta Georgia
0: cool. yep. and you you said on um on one of these episodes that you moved to San Francisco for work and then you moved to New York yeah so what do you do and what what happened there
3: yeah, so I've, I've lived all over, actually. I'm originally from Toronto, um, but I oh, ended yeah. up- You're originally yeah. from Toronto? Yeah. I am. Uh, I had to say it. I had to say it. So, <laughs> What part of my, Toronto? Uh, Oakville, Ontario. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So my family's all up there, my extended family, but we ultimately moved down to the States for my dad's job. So I ended up in Ohio for a while, and then, yeah, after school, moved out to San Francisco for work. I, work, I worked at The Gap when I was out there, but I work in uh, digital marketing and- uh, digital strategy so I work on their websites I like came down with a lot of illness when I was in San Francisco with my health and so ultimately made the decision to move back to New York to be closer to my family and Gap also had a headquarters in New York so it just made made sense at the time so yeah that's how I ended up in the city
0: and do okay. you still work for Gap now
3: I don't work for Gap now I work for another large retail company in Atlanta doing no. the nice. same type of work yeah Do you like Atlanta? I like Atlanta. It was a huge culture shock moving down here, like being originally from Canada and then living on both coasts, moving to Atlanta was kind of crazy. It's super Southern, obviously. And then like everyone here gets married at like 22. So I was this like black sheep moving down here, single at like 29. (laughs) So I like it, but it's different.
0: Yeah, That's if San so Francisco has an exact opposite, it might in, be Atlanta.
3: exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It really
0: might. Um, okay, cool. And how did you how did you get on The Bachelor?
3: It's a bit of a long story, but long story short, I was originally supposed to go on and went through the casting process for Peter's season. And so Oh wow, a few years which, ago. Yeah, which when I look back, I wouldn't have been ready to do that at that point in my life and age. So I'm so glad it happened when it did. But I had just had my endometriosis surgery, so it wasn't the right time for me with filming. And then I got in contact with a producer and they told me it was gonna be Joey. And I was like, this is so serendipitous. And I think he's such a great guy. I just turned 30, like, why not? So it's kind of crazy that Peter to Joey, like, it's just, I, I don't know, the whole thing was very full circle.
1: That is, you hear a few, you hear some stories like that. Like I think Caitlyn Bristow was also someone that was like in casting for someone's season, made it like yeah. almost on the show, and then something happened, or like she didn't get on, and then gets onto another season. I just feel like it always yeah. falls the way it's supposed to. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I want to pronounce this correctly so I don't sound like a fucking <laughs> moron. But um,
1: you could do it. <laughs> I
0: could do it. I could do this. Okay. So when you talk about your endometriosis, yeah. you could say surgery, and no. uh,
1: I-, I could just call endo it endo. Is-
3: Yep. All
0: okay. Right. I love that. Okay. So, uh, not that I, you know, I don't love it, but <laughs> yep. when, so when you had, um, your endo surgery, mm-hmm. how old were you?
3: Um, I had my surgery in 2019, so okay. I just turned 30. So yeah, I would have been 25, 26. Um, and so that was a, t- a time period for me that was crazy. And like, like I said, going on the show, it wouldn't have been possible, but so grateful that I did have the surgery when I was living in New York.
1: What was the process like? Because I know you said it took about a year and a half to yeah. have it diagnosed, um, which
3: correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's not totally uncommon. No, you're yeah, you're exactly right. So really, it was 10 years of me like in pain and not knowing what was going on with my body. And then things got a lot worse when like the back half of San Francisco and when I moved to New York, and I just started going to so many different doctor's appointments and. Like I was diagnosed with things I didn't even have. Like I was diagnosed with autoimmune disorders and taking medications for them, and I like didn't have it. And wow. I was turned that's away so from crazy. Do- so crazy. So crazy. Like women, on average, it takes ten years to get a diagnosis for endo. So like that's that was my timeline, and it's so sad to hear that. And a lot of the times, doctors will turn you to like a psychiatrist or almost make you believe that your pain is in your head because it has to be diagnosed surgically. So it's that even adds another layer of complexity to get a diagnosis. So for me, it was a lot of being like turned away, kind of given medication to treat me for something I didn't have. And then I even started to doubt my pain. And I was like, is this even real? Is this something in my head? Just because I was shut down so many times.
1: That's so frustrating. And it's just so scary that, you know, you have to wait 10 years to get diagnosed something that you're probably like, I could have been treating this 10 years earlier. Yes. I can imagine too, by the time the surgery option comes around, it's like on one hand, you're like, I'll do anything to figure out what's yes. going on with me. But on the other you're probably like, I've had so many inaccurate diagnoses that, Yes. diagnoses diagnoses
0: yeah diagno- not diagnoses <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's made you,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant um yeah. that it's like is this just going to be another dead end yes. like it's it's got it must have been so emotionally and physically draining for you
3: it, it was I remember walking into NYU that day because you don't know until you wake up from the surgery if you have it or not and I remember thinking do I want to have this or do I not like do you like it's that's a weird thing yeah. because like I've gone through 10 years of pain and multiple years of going to appointments. And I felt like I finally kind of had an answer. This doctor had a really strong hunch. I had it, but then I was like, wait a second. The reality of actually having it is a whole nother thing to deal with. So I didn't, I didn't really even know how to feel like, am I going to be happy after this? Like if I go through the surgery and I don't have it, I'm just at another dead end. So yeah, it's really, it plays with your mind.
1: What has your journey like has, what has your journey been like since being diagnosed?
3: It's, it's been an uphill battle, if I'm being honest. I have you know, good weeks and I have really bad weeks. I've been on so many different medications to try to get it into a place where it's controllable. Um, I am at the point right now where they want me to have a second surgery. A lot of times women have two or three. But because I'm 30, they want me to have it as close as possible to when I want to conceive. Um, And the reason for that is because they go in and like clean up all that tissue that's not supposed to be there. So it puts you in like an optimal state to have a child. Um, That is really hard for me because the only solve is something I can't even do at this moment in time. And um, the reason they don't want you to have too many surgeries is because they cause a lot of scar tissue. And so just right now, I kind of feel like I'm being pushed into a corner of just having to power through the pain. and. Make the most of it, but uh, it is challenging.
1: Yeah, that's got to be such a hard decision because you're really, I'm assuming, like you're probably advised by doctors, but you have to probably make the decision, inevitably, if you're going to have the surgery and then potentially just have to have another surgery when you are ready to have children, or if you're going to power through the pain so that you don't have to have as many surgeries. Like there's not a clear right answer there.
3: There's not. And I just froze my eggs. Actually, I had the surgery for that two weeks before I went on the show, which. Thank you. That came with a lot of its its own issues. Yeah. But that I'm trying my best to do everything I can to become a mother. That's what I've wanted my whole life. But yeah, you're exactly right.
0: Do you feel like the medical field now, today, in twenty twenty four is is better detecting this opposed to ten years ago? Or are we kind of in the same place of it still very hard for it to get be detected in women? Yeah. And still going through that.
3: That's a, that's a great question. I would like to say that I would like to say the diagnosis process has gotten better. I don't think it has. I think what's gotten better is the technology to like an MRI. Now you can have where they can see if there's abnormalities, it can't diagnose it, but it can at least point in the direction that you might have something going on there, which gives women more confidence to have a surgery. However, I still think like it's so I've posted on Instagram about my experience and I got, I think almost like a thousand messages from women saying to me that I've had the exact same experience. I'm currently in the process of fighting for a diagnosis. Like I've gone to 10 plus appointments. No one's taking me seriously. So it's not spoken about enough. And I don't, I really don't think it's changed that much, which is disheartening. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like, um, and I mean, this is not, endo, but I, someone in my life has PCOS and they had a similar experience where like, there's a lot of women's health issues. I feel like that the story is connected to where it's like, it took me years for someone to finally diagnose me with this. And I was doing treatments that were actually like harming what I was like actually
3: had. And yes. Yeah. Yes. I went through bladder installations, which is, I don't need to get into the whole thing, but where they like put like an acidic thing, like through your urethra. It was, I was crying, screaming in pain because they thought I had a condition with my bladder and like, I have nothing wrong with my bladder. And like the fact I went through that for six months, like it's traumatic to me. So I I have a lot. I don't know how it
0: couldn't be. That's crazy. Yeah.
3: yeah, And it's just like the fact the doctor did it, like all of the above it's, it's scary. Yeah. A major flaw. Um,
1: how does it affect you on a day-to-day scale?
3: On a day-to-day scale? Like it's so unpredictable. Some days I'll have flares and like, I'll look. Four or five months pregnant from like swelling. Um, Some days I'll have horrible lower back pain. I mean, it hits me out of nowhere. I've become really good at managing it. So, I mean, I work a really demanding job. Like, I'm sitting at a desk all day. So, I'm not going to lie, like, it comes with its challenges. And I don't probably live the exact same life as someone who wouldn't be dealing with this, but I've gotten to a place now where like I'm so strong mentally that I just push through. I like take really good care of my health. That helps to a degree, but it's one of those things that's, it's never leaving my life. There's no cure. And so I've just learned how to like have a better attitude about it and like make the most of every day, even though I have a little bit of a handicap.
1: Is stage five, the
3: most severe stage? So I act, so there's technically four stages of endo and on the show, I said five, it's four and five are like five is kind of a new stage that they're talking about. For me, I had endo growing on my lung. And so since it spread to like an organ outside of my pelvis, I'm kind of four or five. Um, stage four is technically the most severe phase within your pelvis. And that just means that like, there's a lot of adhesion. So like your uterus could be attached to both ovaries. There's a lot of large this. Um, And so even I like to preface though, someone with stage one could have equal pain as someone is stage four. It's just how much the actual tissue has spread. It doesn't mean that you're like in more pain or less pain at a different stage.
0: But if it gets detected at stage one, is it curable or is it like,
3: it's, it's not, but I do think you could take actions with like certain hormones and getting ahead of your surgery. Like for me, when they went in, it was so bad. Like I think if they had gone in maybe, three years prior like it wouldn't maybe have spread to my lung like maybe i wouldn't have had so many adhesions yeah
1: right which like that's another layer to it i'm sure is like the fact that it takes so long means that it ends up being so much more severe in the women when it does get detected yeah exactly it's so frustrating um okay so yeah you get on the show. We, we yeah. lost track, yeah. but I'm glad we're talking about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, Obviously yeah. it was a big part of your one-on-one date, yeah. which we will touch on yeah. as well in this podcast. Um, and just talk more about, you know, what it was like opening up to Joey about,
3: Yeah, do you refer to it as a condition? What, how do you refer I, to it? I always say, yeah, a condition disease. I think okay. for me, it's just some, something I deal with every day, but yeah, I, I opened up to him about my condition and how it impacts me. Yeah.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, let's do night one. A little backtracking. Let's let's go go to night night one. Night
0: one, you step out of the limo. How you feeling? What are your thoughts? What do you think about Joey? Is your type?
3: Yeah. I I was so nervous obviously that whole day leading up to it, but when I stepped into the limo I felt I know it sounds so cheesy, but like I did feel immediately at ease because he has such a chill personality and like demeanor that as soon as I walked up to him, I kind of felt like, I know about this guy. Like this is our first date kind of I don't know, just felt very like an initial intro, not like, Oh, I'm on the bachelor. And there's all these cameras and lights like it was really just the two of us in that moment. Uh, Very special. He was so kind. But then I walked in the house and I realized I was the first one. And so like that was a bit of a shock more than meeting Joey. I was like, Oh, okay. That was I'm glad I knew that after.
0: Serena, you know what I want to do right now?
3: What's that, Joe?
0: I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long.
1: I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation.
0: There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you.
1: I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner.
0: We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now?
1: I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go, so where should we go?
0: Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beach Bound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment.
1: The assessment is easy and quick. It asks you things like, what's most important to you when you vacation? Do you like to hang at the pool or beach? Is an active nightlife important to you? Do you want an all-inclusive? Then it will show you some of the best options based on how you answer. Find your perfect beach vacation at beachbound.com and sign up for their email and SMS list to unlock $150 off your first booking. That's beachbound.com to save
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season, we're taking on Wasp.
3: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us.
4: They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment.
2: After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield a man who got his start at the school that I went to would go on to create a multi million dollar empire.
0: He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment.
2: The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs in Schools.
0: They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way.
2: At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, that's so interesting. I always, because sometimes they little show someone come out of the limo but they're not yeah. necessarily the first one that actually came out of the limo yeah like they'll do a little was... switchy but oh, yeah, I, yeah but i feel like that's exciting because you're probably were like okay i'm the first girl in his mind yeah. tonight which is kind of cool but i also would have been happy to not know
3: that before saying i'm so glad they didn't tell me before because i think i would have been like i gotta really pull it together like he's been <laughs> waiting for this for months like i gotta <laughs> I don't even know. I I don't know. I, it's for the best.
1: <laughs> for the best. So how does night one go? I know it's like the longest night ever. Yeah, but you get long. to talk to you, yeah. him.
3: You guys know it's a long night. I mean, I didn't anticipate it being that long. So it was it was a long night. I got really lucky and got to talk to him. Not everyone did. So I was fortunate for that. I gave him a ball marker from the golf course my dad and I play in Hilton Head. Uh, so he he seemed excited that I golf. And, yeah, we had a good talk. We kissed, which I was not expecting. Like, all my friends back at home were like, what? Because it's kind of off-brand for me. I'm a little, like, standoffish until I trust someone. Uh, But I guess the trust, that was already kind of there. I just felt safe around him. But, yeah, night one, there was stuff going on. But I kind of just kept to myself and uh, was nervous for the rose ceremony. But I felt good about our talk. Nice. I feel like that's, like,
1: all you can ask for out of night one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And then before. So before currently you get your one on one, what's your connection like? Are you are you able to spend any time with Joey? How's it going?
3: Yeah, it was going well. I got to talk to him at the talent show a little bit before uh, we went out or excuse me, the pageant. And I got to talk to him that evening. So, yeah, let's talk about the pageant because you won Mrs. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was so yeah, I did. I did. I should have smart known.
0: move. Smart move.
3: Yeah, no, the there
1: there was a little animosity surrounding the kiss. The
3: How kiss, the kiss hurt hurt around the world. Yeah, it there was some animosity for sure, which I'm so conflict adverse. Like I was like, it's fine, like someone else take the crown, like all good. Uh I understand, you know, I think some girls poured their heart and soul. They were doing flips and cartwheels and singing and I mean, they're all so talented. I just stood there. But I was trying to think of something that I could do to show him I do come out of my shell and like I am fun and bubbly. I'm not this like super quiet, serious, reserved person. I think because I was nervous, that's how I had been coming across. So I was like, let's do it. Why not? You know, I took a tequila shot before, but I did it.
1: No, I liked it. And I liked yeah. that your talent <laughs> incorporated him into it. I think that's always nice to like yeah. get him involved. Um, and like I said, I said, when we were happy, I was like, you know what? You, sometimes you got to work smarter, not harder. Just yeah. because exactly. she wasn't upside down doesn't mean she
3: didn't have a good talent. Yeah. The other girls did great. So we all, yeah. it was fun. Yeah.
1: Did you, do you have you like a rose. favorite group date activity like that you've done up until this point? Um, yeah.
3: Up until this point, I think the wedding was fun because one, I've just never thought I'd be in a wedding dress before my wedding day. And then we all got to have individual time with him to work the room at the reception. They didn't show everyone's, but that was like our second time actually talking and it felt comfortable because it was just the two of us like walking around, we went to the bar. So I thought the wedding was fun, the, the pageant was really out of my comfort zone. And then there was more group dates that were a little more, um, my speed further through the season.
1: Nice, yeah. the The pageant, the gimmicky ones, are always
3: a little more awkward. Yeah, there's. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm definitely an awkward person. So like being in that environment just like enhances. Sure.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's just <laughs> shows it. They're tough. They're just. Tough <laughs> I give
3: those date planners credit because they always they come together so well. But in the moment, you're kind of like, all right, we're doing this. But
0: then you yeah. see
1: it,
3: and you're like, this is awesome. So. Yeah. So we get to
0: Malta.
1: Malta. Yeah. And you get your one-on-one date with Joey. Were you like did you have a sense that like maybe it was going to be you that week? Like your
3: time was maybe coming or were you totally surprised? Well, there's there's two pieces to this story. So the first one is my luggage was lost upon arriving in Malta. I was like, "Look, Joey's amazing. I want to be on a date this week. Just whatever you do, do not put me on a date tomorrow. Like I don't have any of my stuff. I was the only girl. It's just very like of course Uh, and so it's, it was funny when they called my name, I was like, you know, I was really excited and they ended up finding my luggage. So it all worked out, but it was just like, I wasn't really prepared for it the night before because of that conversation. So like, I didn't like, I didn't self tan. I didn't take a shower, like little things that I would do if I knew I was having a one on one. But as soon as I like got there with Joey, I was like, this is, I mean, it was the best day ever.
1: Yeah. No, it looks, that's actually funny on, um, on my season, Michelle Young, they she lost a piece of luggage and like First. was never to be found. Like it oh, wasn't the, it wasn't the show. Like the airline lost her luggage oh, no. and she never found it. And she was like borrowing her roommate Ryan's clothes like the whole season because I think like the one that she lost was like all her clothes and jewelry and like the oh, one no. that she had was like toiletries and like shoes and stuff so she's like I'm screwed but um I'm very glad that they found your luggage yes. but that is funny because it's like the one time you're like I don't want to date tomorrow is the time that you're like okay I guess I'm on a date that's tomorrow that's just
3: how life works out and on you know it, it it was it was truly like I will remember that day for the rest of my life it was so fun like I got to do the walking tour and I travel a lot, so like getting to actually like walk around the city and and see Malta, um, it was it was just casual and fun. Like it didn't feel like we were on a bachelor date.
1: Yeah, I always say like those are the best dates, like just the yeah. ones that are the most organic. Yeah. Um, What was it like being in that church? I know you kind of talked about your grandfather. Um, yeah. And you got to interact with.
3: Yeah. Joey, it was a lot emotional. It was really emotional. It, it was, I think being away from, you You know, that's like being away from your whole family and then like just your emotions are high. And then I know I was in the church and I went to church with my grandfather growing up and he had passed away recently. And because of COVID, I wasn't able to go to the funeral. And just, there was so many emotions that just hit me at once. I felt like I hadn't been in a church like that since I was with him. And it was just a really full circle moment because he always said he wanted to meet my person. And like, we both golfed together. Like we were just so close and like, that was at the end of the day. And so like that being kind of how we closed out the date and just everything going so well with Joey, I just felt like I was really supposed to be there in that moment. Uh, it was, yeah, it was very special. And then the priest came over and talked to us about what makes a healthy marriage and talked about a couple that he's married in the church and, Yeah. He just gave us some advice and it was, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I'm excited to watch that back.
0: Yeah. Are you starting to feel like Joey could be your person? Is that happening yet?
3: Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, I was definitely starting to think like, oh, okay, this is like, I'm not just on here, you know, to meet someone and see if there's something there. Like I'm like the something there is there. It's just a matter of like kind of getting down, like opening up was a big thing for me that night. Like I wanted to open up about my health with him because I wanted to make sure like that wasn't something that, you know, he wouldn't want to, that could affect his decision with me. So at that point I was like, the feelings are there. I just think we need to kind of figure out under the covers, like our values, what we want long-term and our timelines. Timelines was a huge thing for me.
0: Yeah, we, we, we see you mention it. And we definitely don't have to go there if you're uncomfortable yeah, talking no. about it. But um your your past with your ex of it it being an issue for him, do you want to talk about that at all?
3: Yeah, I can touch on it. I think, you know, for him, my health did was ultimately something that impacted the end of our relationship. I think he saw it as I would never say a burden, but, um, you know, just something that would potentially affect, you know, us being able to have a family long-term or, you know, my ability to be a mother, like I'm not always a hundred percent every day. And so for him, he saw that as sometimes a challenge, which you can imagine on my side, like is really difficult because, you know, yeah. when we broke up, like hearing from multiple people that it was like, he just wasn't sure he could handle your health condition. He wasn't sure that he could support you in the way that you need to be supported. Um, And for me, it was very much like, but I I mean, I do a really good job at like holding my pain in and not showing it outwardly. So I'm already self-conscious about this. And to hear it was like one of the deciding factors to ultimately not move towards a marriage with me, like has made me not want to open up about any of this with another person.
1: Yeah, I can imagine that being on TV, opening up to Joey, this new relationship yeah. about your endo is already scary, and then to have that yes. added layer of like, well, the last time I did this, it ended yeah. the relationship. Yeah, is just a whole other
3: layer of like anxiety. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can, you said it perfectly, and but I felt I had to because on the show you have such limited time, and so. Yeah. I wanted to be fair to Joey and if and it's not Joey was never going to go in and say like I don't want to be with you because you can't have kids. That's not the that's not the conversation that we were having. It was more like, hey, I'm dealing with x y and z. I might be on a little bit more of an expedited timeline than some of these other girls that are here because of x y and z. Like how does that make you feel? And I genuinely wanted his reaction because it's okay if he wants, you know, se- 5 to 7 years before kids. And I'm not saying that's what he said, but like his emotions and reaction are valid. And I would rather have that early on than like drag out a connection and then it come up later. That to me wouldn't be fair to him.
1: Totally. That totally makes sense. Because if he were to say like, I'm not ready to have kids, I don't want a family for 10 years or like, I don't, I mean, we know he wants kids, but like it's it's a serious conversation to have. And it's one that, you know, you have added, layers to add yes. to. So how did that conversation go? Like, obviously I, you did an amazing yeah. job of expressing yourself. You. you saw, how did it feel, you know, hearing Joey's response?
3: Hearing Joey's response was, well, like probably forever changed my perception on opening up about this in my life and my story and my health and relationships. He, I mean, he brought me to tears that night. It was, he was so genuine and sincere and such a good listener I felt heard, I didn't feel judged or like analyzed. I felt like he was really just listening to me and empathetic to what I went through. He related to me in many ways in his own personal life. And he was like, look, that's not an issue for me. Like, I think with the right person, whoever that is for him, that they would figure it out. And, you know, that could be through things like adoption or, you know, surrogacy, whatever that looks like kids are important to him as well but that's not going to be detrimental to his choice and moving forward with me and yeah he was just he was so kind that night and it was it was really beautiful
0: that's great that's
1: amazing yeah, yeah. i feel like he's really demonstrated like
0: we said he's the what was he's the best receiver Joe,
3: he's like <laughs> he's an amazing receiver
1: a
0: receiver but of he, information <laughs>
3: he's an incredible he's also he's such a good listener and he's yeah. Yeah, he's he's he was raised well. Like he is but it's you know what it is. He's just a kind person. So he actually cares cuz you'll talk to some people and it's like you can tell they're registering it but like kind of 50% in, 50% out. Like he was locked in. I mean, he was listening to me and in a situation like that, it's so important. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's let's jump a little bit to yeah. your thoughts on the maria fiasco and le- why we w- i want your opinion on, on yeah on two situations but the first one what were your thoughts on just the maria in sydney of it all
1: you yeah know, because we also yeah. know that you were yeah. the only one there before they went on their two-on-one <laughs> because yeah you, what was everyone that? Oh, yeah, else I, was on the group day yeah, yeah, i yeah. forgot
0: about that that was yeah. great i
3: guess yeah i can start my initial thoughts were back at the mansion is where I think that conversation should have been left. I think, you know, everyone's emotions and feelings are valid. Medina's were valid at the mansion. Cindy was trying to stand up for her friend and Maria was trying to, you know, advocate for herself and say, Hey, I did not bring this up in any way, shape or form to hurt someone. I brought this up just because I wanted to know who was talking um, and kind of, you know, clear her name in the situation because she didn't mean her comment in a mean way. There was no bad intentions there. it's hard. I really think this dragged on for too long. It took away time from a lot of girls that had also their own beautiful stories to tell. And so I wish it was left at the mansion. I think it, I think the initial conversation could have just been squashed, but it continued on obviously, right to Malta and Spain and, and throughout the season. And that day that it was just the three of us, like you could cut the tension with a knife. I mean, you could just tell, like, it, it, tensions are high they're going on a two-on-one they're fully aware of what that comes with right like I think the date card that I God, of course me had to read it was like um one rose two girls one stays one goes and I was like I was even just like I gotta go to my room like there's like okay here's the card have a good night yeah, bye bye <laughs> like toss that out the window at the hotel but yeah it was it was um the, I, I did sit downs with both of them both of their you know they they were they were stressed
0: Who did, if you had to put money on it before they went on that date, who did you think was coming back?
3: That's a good question. That is a good question. I think based on what I saw, I thought Maria and Joey had a stronger connection. I was on both group dates with Maria. I was on one group date with Cindy and she didn't have one the first week. So I just thought I could always tell there was something there between Joey and Maria. Like I tell, by the way, he looked at her. I think he was intrigued by her personality. Like. She's very outgoing. So I kind of thought if it was solely based on connection, Maria was going to come back. We saw when Sydney's suitcase gets
1: pulled, Leia, um, Jess, I'm sure there was a few other people, but those were the two main ones I remember. were very surprised that Sydney was going home. Where do you think their shock came from? Do you think it was like wishful
3: thinking or do you think? You know, I think it was uh, rooted in the fact that they have their own perception of this. They're very close to Sydney. They were, you know, when you're on this experience, you form strong relationships because it's so unique. And they were, you know, really good friends with her. And they heard her side of the story and they weren't as close to Maria. So I think it was twofold. I think it was, oh, Maria's still staying. Like they were upset about that. And then I think it was also like, we're losing our friend here. Uh, but that night was hard. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I've since had a conversation with Maria and apologized to her because I wish I spoke up that night. And it's like, you know, you go through this, everyone has their like regrets, but when she walked in, it was silent. And I wish that I had said like, look, today must've been hard for both of you, but like, I'm proud of you for getting the rose. And like, I, i know joey made that decision for a reason she didn't deserve to walk into a silent room like that wasn't fair to her yeah yeah i
1: can imagine that would have been super yeah, awkward. it sucks. It was horrible everyone's
0: her. like yeah because then you walk in and you you've you're kind of on this a little bit of a high because at least yeah you're still there and he gives you a rose and then everybody's like oh fuck, you guys it was bad <laughs> like it was bad, <laughs> like, it was bad. like it was yeah
3: it was bad it, it was bad it was quiet it was Because, you know, she didn't do anything wrong. She was, she's also dating Joey. So he made the choice and she came back and she didn't deserve to walk into that, so.
0: Serena, you know what I want to do right now?
3: What's that, Joe?
0: I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long.
1: I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation.
0: There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you.
1: I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner.
0: We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now?
1: I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go?
0: Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacation's perfect beach finder quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment.
1: The assessment is easy and quick. It asks you things like, what's most important to you when you vacation? Do you like to hang at the pool or beach? Is an active nightlife important to you? Do you want an all-inclusive? Then it will show you some of the best options based on how you answer. Find your perfect beach vacation at beachbound.com and sign up for their email and SMS list to unlock $150 off your first booking. That's beachbound.com to save.
4: Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, a way through all of our emotions never forget it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with radhi devlukia on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
2: hey guys this is paris hilton trapped in treatment is back and this season we're taking on wasp
3: they held us in dog cages they starved us they beat us
1: But yeah. then we do see Leia, um,
0: the Leia, Jess, call calling her Maria a bitch and all the bullshit. Well, I
1: was going to refer to Leia pulled Medina aside and said, like, you were so yeah. nice to her when she came in. Was that like later in the night then? Like, do you think Medina maybe had those same feelings you did of like, that was really awkward? Like, I'm going to go say something to Maria, just basically saying like, hey, happy you're back. You look great. Like, hope your, hope your day was good.
3: Here's the thing. Like, yes, she brought up the initial comment so people could say, like, why is she not still involved? But her and Maria settled it. So yeah. at, at the end of the day, at that point, she was not involved anymore. Um, I think that the, the discrepan- or maybe what was misconfused was, like, Leia and Sydney were so close. So I think Leia was standing up for her friend. But Medina didn't really do anything wrong. Like, she, we're allowed to be friends with multiple people, right, across different groups. Like, that's inevitable with 32 women. So... I just, again, it was kind of like, why are we still dragging this on in Spain, you know? Yeah, totally.
0: Who, who are your friends in the house?
3: Um, I was really good friends with Kelsey A. Uh, she's an amazing human. Um, I think Medina's great. Maria, uh, the sisters, Evelyn, Krissa. I mean, I could go on like just Daisy's wonderful. Uh, but, you know, I think obviously you gravitate to certain people. And like Kelsey A, Caitlin, Medina and I were definitely the closest
1: nice um i do want to jump back to what you were asking
0: which was
1: which was what is your take on the blow up between jess and maria
3: it was crazy to watch um and i think there was a lot of built up emotion you know everyone gets that like you have the pent-up anger that's like week after week after week and like in malta sydney went home and jess and sydney were such good friends are such good friends And, you know, I think Jess and Maria, like you can go back to kind of night one, right? When Jess kissed him twice, like there's been like people kind of poking the bear. And I think in Spain, it finally just erupted. And Jess obviously called Maria a name. um, And, you know, I don't think that was warranted at all. And I do think that they've, uh, they had the opportunity to talk that night, but it was, it was crazy. It was very explosive.
1: Yeah. I would say, I feel like as much as there was a lot of Sydney Maria confrontation, that yeah. was like the most heated moment I've seen. Like there was a lot of emotion yes. behind that one. We do see you, um, like console Maria when she's kind of trying yeah. to leave, um, with the Leia drama, you just saying you know, it's okay. You've been like pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. So like, it's okay that you're having a moment. And then we see you, make a comment in regards to the Jess and Maria argument where you say, you know, I think there might be some jealousy on Jess's side. Do you think that Maria now getting this attention and reassurance from Joey kind of rubbed some people the wrong way, especially maybe the girls that were friends with Sydney?
3: Yeah, look, I mean, I'm 30. I'm confident in who I am. If I was on this at 24, I'd be jealous of Maria too. Like she's so confident. She's stunning. Like she's seemingly good at everything. The girl's like doing like you know, backflips across the stage. Like she's hilarious. I mean, right. It's intimidating to be in a room with someone like that. Um, I'm not, I don't know if, if it was jealousy with Jess or if it was more just like the personal, uh, feeling like personally attacked as her best friend went home because of an output of Maria's action. But I do think, yeah, I think that some of the younger girls in the house, which I hate to say that because this whole season, it feels like it's been about age, but like I think someone at 24 and someone at 31 is are in a different phase of life, and I think sometimes there might have been some jealousy there, just seeing how strong of a connection Maria and Joey had.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Was it at least entertaining? I mean, because you guys don't have anything to do. (laughs) You guys, I was
3: just eating charcuterie and having sangria, which was great. Um, As you should be in Spain. Sounds terrible, but yeah, I was. I was. I I wasn't like entertained by people feeling sad, but I was like, I don't know. It's crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, No, I get it. Uh, Out of, out of the two places so far that you traveled to, um, which one do you favor? Spain
3: or Malta? I love, I love Spain. I I took Spanish
0: all through college
3: and like, I love the culture, but if I'm thinking about just like the experience there, Malta, because of the date, the one-on-one I got to see so much of. Malta. When Jesse told us Malta, I don't, I don't know if it's is Dom or like, I, I just didn't know where that was. Well, I didn't we, know I where it was. Okay. I was just gonna
0: ask. Did that you? That, because like, I feel like nope. no one has even heard of. Malta. I was like, is it a
3: country? <laughs> is it a
0: city? Yeah.
1: Like, cool. where love, is it located?
3: Yeah, like, I was like, are we going to Asia? Like, I didn't know. And so I, I he said international, and like, I hate flying. It was a whole thing. I was taking in a lot in that moment, but. Um, 15 hours to Turkey was like, I thought we were going to Nashville. The rumor in the house was we were going to Nashville. So like, I really had to like shift my mind, like, Oh no, we're going to Turkey. Like anyways, I love Malta. It's beautiful. It's right below the boo, um, in Sicily. And I feel like, I mean, it was a dream.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw when Maria, when they were on their two-on-one, Maria was like, we're only a 30-minute boat ride from Sicily. I'm (laughs) like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's like maybe we'll go to Sicily and then we'll go to Malta. (laughs) Yeah, you guys should go. Um, Okay, we are going to get into a game with you before we let you go. It's super, it's rapid fire. It's just like all easy, fun questions about you. Um, And yeah, you ready? I guess let's do it. Okay. (laughs) What is your go-to breakfast?
3: go-to breakfast is probably an acai bowl i love them i like make one every morning you make it at home yeah i do i used to buy them but they're like 20 dollars each so i was like this is not fiscally responsible so i just get the little packets at whole foods and like you know like put the granola and some fruit oh my gosh so cute what is your favorite color to wear uh green which i mean perfect (laughs) do you have green eyes they're like green, blue. I don't yeah. know. They change. They kind of change with my emotions sometimes. People would say that. Like if I cry, they get more green, and then if I'm That's angry. So I interesting. Oh my gosh! It's like a Disney character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite season? My favorite season. I mean, typical answer, but fall. I love the fall and everything that comes with it. Halloween is my favorite holiday. Halloween your favorite holiday? I love Halloween. I know that That's that so is rare. controversial. It is rare. I, I just, I love like spooky things and I, I know it's like leading up to Thanksgiving. I don't know. Yeah. I love Halloween. No, I love Everyone, that. Is yeah. that weird? Probably.
1: No, it's no, not we weird love, at all. I, mean, I just feel Hall- like.
0: I mean, we love Halloween. Yeah. yeah. We just don't like dressing. I just don't like dressing up, but I love the. I, you I love, love spooky
3: like, season.
1: Yeah. I love the. Like
0: we'll
3: get like fall
1: candles
0: season. and yeah. like.
3: Yeah. All like the passing out candy. Like, you know, Christmas is on its way. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a good time. What is a big green flag for you? Good relationship with their family what's a
3: relationship deal breaker for you a relationship deal breaker would be someone who cheats uh for sure or someone who's not driven in their career or i shouldn't even say their career but like not passionate about what they're doing in their life
1: what's your dream vacation destination i want to go to japan so badly we are saying maybe this, we might go Joe's Bend.
0: I've been, it's amazing. Isn't it amazing. We, we, yeah. We, we want to try to go this year. Probably, probably near. You guys the,
1: have to. Maybe September ish. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if we, it happens. I'm hoping it does. Yeah. Cross my fingers. What's one thing on your bucket list?
3: I think on the bucket list would be, I, I really want to run like a marathon or a triathlon just because when I was originally diagnosed with like all my health stuff, they were like, you probably won't be able to do like extreme sports or anything that's really hard on your body anymore, which like growing up playing sports, that was devastating for me to hear. And I kind of want to prove my doctors wrong and be like, even though I like, cause it's a long time and hard on your body. So they're worried. It might like exasperate my symptoms or make me feel like a lot worse with my back. So I kind of want to like run one and then give my doctor, like, my like bib to put in there off.
1: <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> should do it. What oh, city? <laughs>
0: if you if you could run it anywhere, where would you want to run it?
1: Uh probably New York. Joe yeah. did the New York marathon this past nice. year. Nice.
0: Yeah. It was it's they say it's they it's intense. I don't know, but they say New York's one of the harder courses. Oh, yeah. Um but yeah, it was a very re- rewarding. I did under, right under four hours, so it was three okay, nice. three fifty eight three fifty eight, yeah. yeah. And I, I did I, not run it. I, I made was say, did <laughs> <you run> it. <laughs> no,
1: I you did hold not. one
3: of the signs.
1: <laughs> I did. I had a sign yeah. that said "Run, Joe, Run." I love
3: it. Um, what is or do you have any tattoos? I do not, um, but I'm not opposed to them. I just haven't found the right thing. Yeah. What's your favorite physical quality of Joey's? Physical quality. His eyes. I feel like everyone probably says that, but not even just since the color, like they're very kind. Yeah. What is your or who is your go to when you need advice? My best friend Megan. We she's my first friend I made when I moved to the United States and she's more like a sister. What is your favorite beauty product at the moment? These are uh, only I know, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm struggling to read them. I'm like, wait, what's this? <laughs> oh, so, I know the answer to this one. The Elf lip oil, because on the show, all the girls use the Dior one, but it's so expensive, and I just can't justify that. So yeah. the Elf, the Elf one's like nine dollars, and it's amazing. Oh my yeah. God,
1: that's a good dude Not to do a,
3: not to do a product placement. No, let me
1: see. I I love. My well, that's dudes.
0: why Elf Elf is blown up because
3: of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. because of the oil. Good job, Joe. We were just it. talking about the this. other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Clarence has a good a good dupe for it as well. Nice. Um, what is your favorite memory of your time on the show?
3: My favorite memory is uh, would be the dinner with Joey. It was one just like an incredibly beautiful setting, and yeah. then it was some like it it was something I didn't even know was possible to have in a relationship. Like his reaction really changed how I view dating and myself.
1: That's amazing. And yeah. then to end it off, can you give us a teaser for what's to come this season?
3: I think what's to come this season. I think, you know, obviously it's a very romantic season. I think Joey has an incredible cast of women. So there's gonna be stronger relationships starting to form. And I think with that comes heightened emotions. Um, obviously some drama, you know, that's continuing from previous episodes. But I really think the rest of the season is just going to focus on the love stories. And uh, yeah, just hopeful that Joey, he's very deserving to find his person. And hopeful everyone, hopefully, everyone gets to watch that come to life. Nice. Amazing.
0: Lexi, thank you so much for coming on Batcher Happy Hour.
3: Thank you guys for having me.
0: Of course. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us.
3: And,
0: of
1: course, a big thank you to our listeners. Make sure to subscribe. We have new episodes of Happy Hour every single week with exclusive interviews and episode recaps all season long. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking, so I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well, and I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing
0: maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com.
2: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools,